Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Trending Ticker. I'm your host, Parker Friedman, and I leave for two days, and we have the worst day since April. Dow down 1.84%, NASDAQ down only 0.13%, but that is very much off its highs earlier in the day. And the S&P 500 finished down 1.16%. In the morning, the indices were very, very rough and bad. The Dow at one point was down nearly 800 points with the NASDAQ down about two or 300 and the S&P just about the same. So this morning, a massive sell-off occurred. Obviously, like we just talked about, a lot of people are worried about the coronavirus reemerging. Uh, England just went from level three to level four. Now, I don't really know what that means for their restrictions, but obviously it means that they are having a little bit of an influx in cases and they are worried. And rumors are swirling that Boris Johnson will be implementing a curfew of some kind for pubs, which is, you know, their bars. So obviously they're trying to keep that under control. And if England is having problems, it's only a matter of time before the United States starts to have problems again. So people are concerned about that. People are concerned about the stimulus that we still have not gotten from our federal government because they are a bunch of do-nothings. And then finally, I think personally there might be a little concern about the biggest news story that dropped this weekend. Uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passes away and the implications that could have on the political system. We can get into that a little later, though, but let's talk about maybe the biggest story of today, and that is Nicola this morning, their CEO announced that he will be stepping aside. The stock fell 19% today. Uh, you know, CEO resigns during an SEC probe that they initiated on themselves. Obviously not a terrific sign for the company. Uh, they also announced today that they're issuing 249.8 million more shares. So some dilution is coming. And then an additional 23.9 that will be issued once some warrants are exercised. So we're going to be seeing a lot more shares on Nikola on the open market, which for those of you who don't know, dilution is never a good thing. That stock price looks like it could go down a little further. How much? I don't know. I don't know what the offering price is at. That wasn't disclosed in the news story I read, but they have filed an SEC filing to issue more shares. And that is, you know, Never a good sign for the stock price. It doesn't mean the company's doing bad, but the stock price will go down when no, more shares are issued as there are more buying opportunities on the open market. Simple supply and demand economics. But the bigger story today, obviously, the CEO stepping down and what that means is who knows, really. Um, it's a little bit of a fishy sign. You know, the CEO came out and spoke very much against the Hindenburg Group in their short sale and how they were wrong about the fraud charges, but maybe they're right. And maybe that's why the CEO is stepping aside. Maybe the SEC did find something. Maybe, you know, that self SEC probe wasn't as much a good idea as they maybe thought originally. And I didn't think it was a very good idea to begin with. So the former vice chairman of GM, who is on the Nikola board, will be stepping up and become the CEO of Nikola, which, you know, isn't a bad sign either. Having GM already have an 11% stake and now a former vice chairman of GM will take the place of the CEO. You know, we could see some changes in the company. It could be good. You know, GM's obviously been a very successful run company since they were bailed out in the 08 Great Recession. So, you know, it could be good things to come. But as of right now, for price action wise, it's not looking good between a CEO resignation and a drop of 19%. And now share dilution, it's not looking good for Nikola shareholders. I really don't have an opinion on the stock. I do think the space is cool, and I think the space is good. I think electric cars are very much the future. 
but I have no real opinion on it other than the fact that hold tight because you're in for a bumpy ride. This thing could go back down to the 20s, low 20s, I think. It's currently sitting at about 2050, 2750, excuse me. So it could go down to the 20s. I, I do see that that could be a possibility in the future between the dilution and the news. It's just just a hold tight. I, I don't I don't think it's a sell necessarily unless some underlying things come out that we don't know about. But, you know, yeah, price action is going to get rough these next couple of days. Maybe if you believe in the company enough and have more information on it than I do, because I haven't really researched it much, do some dollar cost averaging, but just be prepared for a bumpy ride. Another massive story that came out this weekend, JP Mortgage, Morgan and other banks moved large sums of illicit, illicit cash, meaning they're helping someone money launder. Um, I, I don't th- I, this doesn't come as a surprise to me. I do think the big banks do a lot of fishy things that we don't know about. And this is just, you know, the same thing with the Panama Papers. Like, it's just there and it's in our system and we just do a terrible job at rooting it out. Um, So, you know, this could be another reason the market dropped today is people stop trusting the financial system if these big banks are doing this. But like I said, I can't imagine that many people don't believe that this stuff just kind of already happens. You know what I mean? It's like. You know, we know that billionaires hide money offshore to avoid taxes, but we don't really do anything about it. Like, we're pretty sure, or at least I'm pretty sure most of the big banks probably move some money around for some high level, you know, either whether they be terrorists or drug dealers or whatever in order to, you know, spur some business. So it doesn't really, really shock me. And I hope that the market's not reacting by this as an untrust in the financial system. I think the financial system, for the most part, is pretty trustworthy. This is obviously these are illegal acts. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not like they're scamming you, the retail investor. They're helping, you know, move criminals around. And now now it's an ethics issue. And obviously, I'm not going to go into it, but you can have that own, you know, discussion amongst whoever, whether it's ethically correct for them to do that. And obviously, it's not legally correct, but they're not harming you. They're harming society, really, is what they are, because they're helping bad people. But at the end of the day, they're not harming you. So I hope that this sell-off had nothing to do with the fact that, we no longer have trust in our financial system because of this story. Cause I just, that to me shouldn't happen. Cause it, like I said, I think it's kind of, it should be common knowledge that this kind of stuff happens all the time. It's just not really, it's never uncovered until a journalist goes and uncovers it like they did this weekend with Vox. Uh, final security air quote. Cause it's, you know, not really security related. Cause we found out last week that Oracle officially now owns a stake in TikTok, but China's not approving the deal. Now, so I was gone for a couple of days, so this is a whole saga we got to go through. So Oracle gets a stake. Trump says that the TikTok it wasn't going to be allowed to be downloaded in the App Store. Changes his mind Saturday, and now China won't approve the deal because Trump wants Oracle, and I think Walmart is now ex- exclusively in the deal. So Walmart snuck themselves in there with or without Microsoft. But Trump wants 100% U.S. ownership, and China's like, no, 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 we don't want that. Um so now China won't approve the deal. So you know, the saga continues. I thought I'd be able to sit here and talk to you about Oracle and Walmart now, you know, moving this deal forward. But today we find out that China will not approve the deal. So what does that mean? We continue to wait and see what happens because there's nothing really to discuss until this deal officially gets approved. And we know the effect on Oracle and Walmart. But as of right now, we are still in wait and see mode when it comes to TikTok. It's like a never ending cycle. So Jerome Powell's on the bench today, or not the bench, he was in front of Congress testifying, and our man said what we probably expect him to say, that the Federal Reserve will keep these markets up 
and do whatever it takes to help stimulate the economy with monetary policy, but you know, reiterates that we need fiscal policy. I saw a stat today that you know, GDP, uh, or excuse me, debt compared to GDP is going to be 195 percent of GDP by 2050. Do our politicians like look at these stats at all? Are we really going to spend that much more money? Do we get, we, we get to 195 percent of GDP is what our debt is going to be? You know, and we do need stimulus. I'm not going to sit here and deny that the, the country needs stimulus, but there's some underlying issues in the economy, and those are going to be exacerbated by more debt and inflation that we've already talked about numerous times being, you know, overshot of the 2% mark like Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve want to do. So, yay, I guess we're going to have a little more up up in this market as Jerome Powell keeps us pop, propped up. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's healthy and I don't think it's good. And it worries me a little bit because between, you know, rising debt levels, because we are going to get another fiscal stimulus policy in which we do need, I'm not denying that we do need it. But at the end of the day, it's still more money spent and we're just going to pump more money into the economy through monetary policy in addition to this fiscal policy. And it's just going to lead to some overshoots of inflation. We've already talked about that. We already know that it's going to happen. So it's just it's an interesting thing to see play out. I think it's a recipe for a disaster. But what do I know? I'm not a Federal Reserve member. They are smarter than me, so they should know what's right and what's wrong. But, you know, my economic knowledge says that this isn't this isn't going to end well. So and finally, our last story of the day, like I mentioned earlier, we found out Friday night, I believe that Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, a Supreme Court justice, leaving a vacant seat on the bench. And, you know, obviously the Trump administration's Republicans rushed to say that they are instantly going to fill that seat. Um, and I, I think part of the reason the sell-off today is because now there's going to be even more uncertainty. So Republicans fill the seat. Let's make that assumption. And this election gets contested and goes to the Supreme Court. You're going to have a split vote. Um, I believe the conservatives technically have the majority right now, but one of them hasn't been voting uh, on the conservative side lately. So, you know, I think you're going to see a split vote. And, you know, what that means, we don't know who is, wins the presidency. And we've talked about this over and over again, that if we don't know who's the president, these markets are going to freak out and overreact. Not to mention that, you know, a lot of people have said if the Republicans do try to push someone through, that there's going to be protests. And there are. There's going to probably be some riots in with those protests. There's going to be peaceful protests. And there's going to be, obviously, the bad eggs that show up at any protest, but it's, I think the market's tensing itself. We're preparing for a second wave of coronavirus in a very, very volatile election season that just got more volatile by the fact that we now have an uneven number of Supreme Court members, A. B, we're going to try to push in some Supreme Court member that probably shouldn't get pushed in yet. And now there could be a contested election where the Supreme Court vote splits it. And then what? Where do we go from there? The Supreme Court splits the decision on the presidential election. And I think that is probably partially part of your sell off as well today. I think that story was kind of, you know, pushed under the rug. People don't really like to talk politics, but it's a fact. We could not know who the president is. And these markets are not going to like that. These markets reacted badly to work to lesser news. This is a major thing if we don't have a leader in this country for a period of time. And I think this story Friday night with the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which is tragic and sad. She's a wonderful woman who did a lot of great things for this country. Losing her and now having to figure out how to appoint another judge in in hopes of not. I don't even know what the right answer is, because, you you know, you don't want 
it to split because you don't want you. I almost want an uneven number of judges on the bench so we can at least have a decision if it has to go to the Supreme Court. Because if it does and then it splits, we're in so, so much trouble. Um, that's really all I'm going to say about it. I don't want to get too deep into anything political, but I do think it's a reason the market sold off today. I just think not a lot of people want to talk about it. I think this is going to loom for the next couple months. November's creeping up. We're almost done with September. We're almost a month away from the election. We're about a month and two weeks away from the election. Just think about that. That's when you see these markets go up and down. Just remember, you know, we're, we're coming into a very volatile time anyways. The elections are always volatile periods for the markets. But this year, I think, is going to be a little different. And I think we all know the reasons why. So with that being said, we're going to close out today's show. Follow me on social media at the Notorious PF3 on Twitter and Parker underscore Friedman three in Insta on Instagram. And in the bios of both of those is the link trees for YouTube. And then, of course, rate and subscribe this podcast, please. Let me know how I'm doing. And as always, the statements made in this podcast are of my opinion and should not be taken as investment advice. Do your own due diligence on the stocks I talk about and figure out whether they are buy or sell for you. But until tomorrow, folks, stay safe and stay investing.